You got to get serious and get into this battle. And what we're watching happening in the governments and the earth and everything is the type and shadow of what's going to happen in the kingdom. Don't mess with us. Don't mess with our kids no more. We're not playing this game. There's so much destruction that's going on with these people. We really need to stand up. See, the Lord has given us the authority to break the yokes. And it's time that the church gets out of the four walls and gets in the streets and starts talking Jesus. Jesus, Amen. Blessings, this is Michael Petra with the Voice of Healing Media, radio and news networks. I just want to thank all those that have been contacting us, sending in letters and and, uh, and emails and and phone calls and asking us questions about what's going on here at the Reawakening in San Marcos, California. You know, uh, as we've been bringing out some of these speakers and they're talking about different things that are going on, we're hearing so many different streams of information from, you know, doctors and scientists and politicians. I mean, there's just so many things going on. It's it's one of those things that's an eye-opener. But one of the things that most of the people here talk about is Jesus. And uh, what you see here among the conservatives that are here, most of those conservatives or a lot of them are... are, are uh, people that believe and, and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And uh, one of the things I appreciate, I mean, we just did a, a, a segment on miracles where people have been healed and paraplegics that were healed. I mean, those are real stories that need to get out to build people's faith. But I'm here with a friend of mine, Taryn Manning. Oh, <laughs> well, I'm not a friend no more, huh? Taryn, she's such a precious person and and, uh, she's been through the Hollywood scene and, and, you know, uh, how many years have you been acting? Um, 1998. 1998, wow. Didn't really want to add it up, you know. Yeah, long time, long time. You've been around. You've been been through Hollywood and seen everything that's going there, right? Yeah. I noticed, I was looking at you've been part of the Screen Actors Guild Awards. Amen. You you were awarded there. We won a couple, yeah. And and I also found another one. It was the top 10 uh, breakout stars. You were part of that when you first got started, right? <laughs> no, that actually came about 15 years later. Break. Oh, I'm like, wow. breakout? Really? Break- <laughs> I've been doing this forever. No, yeah, there was Amen. a show that came out that kind of boosted me. Uh, IMDb is a big deal in yeah. what I do. So, yeah, so there was a time. And it's yeah. funny, you know, it wavers every day, but there was a time I was number two. Yeah, that was well, cool. Yeah. Well, you know what? I, I did watch, believe it or not, I watched Hustle and Flow. Oh. Right? Is that right? Yeah. Hustle and Flow, How'd right? How did you think? Or what did and, you and think? And I was impressed. Did you? I was overly impressed. Really? I said, well, Taryn is a great actress. Thank you. And uh, I, I was just uh, blown away about, I, on one thing, I don't think I could ever act. I'm just too <laughs> transparent. I'm too vocal. Right. I'm, I'm too much, we, you know... Uh, well, the good news is, is you get a script. Yeah. So you can't really, like, stray off Plus, of I that. can't read, so, you know... Really? As if. <laughs> no, I can read, but, you know... What 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 got you into the into acting? Why did you decide I want to take this course? You know, you hear some people like it was a mis- it was just coincidence. Something happened. They got in. Yeah. What happened with you? With acting, um, so I grew up as a dancer. Um, I was mm. I was doing dance class every day, ballet and jazz, oh, and wow. I was um I was in a company and I was accepted into Juilliard for ballet and all these wow. ballet 
colleges, but um, I was like, what does a ballerina in a company do after after that? They become sure. a dance teacher. There's yeah. really not much more. So then all the while I was doing music and um, and taking mm. an acting class where my acting teacher told me I was awful. And oh, so, wow. But he said later, you know, about 10 years later that he only said that to like... Push you. Yeah. And I, and I, and I do run well on like those types of things, you know, the discipline and yeah. the criticism. You're like, oh yeah. You know, I yeah. kind of... That's what we have in common. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so basically, yeah, one, one thing led to another and um, I studied so hard acting because I wanted to read with the, the girls mm. that he would never put me with or the guys. So wow. I got there and then, um, you know, I, I got... Um, I got an agent finally and just started, you know, one by one. Um, I didn't didn't know anybody. I sent out like a 80 packages to try to get an agent. And my neighbor had a really like good, nice voice. <laughs> and he wasn't a manager, but he followed up all those packages and pretending like, hi, I'm calling on behalf of Taryn Manning. And yeah. I found I, I, the 80 packages, two places were willing to meet me. Wow. So then um, I signed with one, but they only hip pocketed me, which mm-hmm. means like they're giving me like a chance. Sure. So I did that, and the next thing you know, I got a part, and then it just started growing from there. Amen. It has been, it's been rough. You know, it's not always sure. easy. Yeah. I, I, do you know how many movies you've been in it by this point? Not exactly, no. No, it's been, I, a, I, it's been a lot. A few right? that have been seen and a handful that haven't, yeah. you know, but many, many movies. Well, I, I, you know, I really never... And TV. And TV, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. No, well, that's right. You were on the, that series, uh, The New Black is Orange. Orange, or, right? <laughs> Orange is the New Black. Orange is yeah. the New Black. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Which I thought that was an interesting role for yeah, you. Yeah, that was wild, yeah. I, I, honestly, I was looking at you and I thought, this would be hard to play. because it, it, There's it's, a whole story behind it, that, though. You, you sort of have to uh, take your... Because I know you, yeah. right? And so you think, well, that's not really Taryn, so how does she take herself out of who she is to be that person, right? Yeah. And, and uh, that would be difficult. I, I, don't, I can't see myself doing that. Yeah, there, um, yeah, when I got that role to play that awful human being that I played, I had, I had, uh, had a little bout with um, some, some fighting, and mm. I got in trouble. Really? And I went to jail. Fist fighting. Huh? Fist, fist fighting. fighting. Yeah, you. fist fighting. Yeah, and you I was, were in a fist fight. I was 33, and I before I was 33, I'd always see the number 33 everywhere. Like, everywhere wow. i turn, you know, I'd always see 33. And, like, you know, parking spots, on the clock. <laughs> if you were wearing a pin, you know, it was everywhere i turn. Yeah. I couldn't well. escape it. My bills, I mean, you know. <laughs> um, you know, 33 Celsius. Um, but anyway, I went to jail when I was 33. And, no kidding. Yeah, because I got in a fight. And, and we both fought, but only yeah. one person snitched, and yeah. that was that was my opponent. <laughs> but anyway, I called my mom from the from the payphone, and, and, and she goes, you know, maybe this is why you always see 33. And she hung up on me, and like I had wow. no one to really turn to, and I just started to really, um, I had just started studying um, the Bible all the time because I kept playing these Christian roles, mm. and this is before Orange is the New Black, and um, I, I played several Christian roles. And I was like, oh, man, not this again. You know, wow, like, I, yeah. I just was like, oh. but, you know, I was kind of forced to read a lot, a lot of the Bible. And, yeah. and it slowly but surely started sinking in. It wasn't like I was just reading it. I was actually starting to absorb it. And, Amen. and I, yeah, and, and do, that's do, how it happened. Do you think that the Lord was 
supernaturally making this happen for you, like that your life was being redirected by him and, and you begin to see, oh boy, you know, this is God touching me. Amen. I think he was. I believe that a hundred percent was. I grew up a different religion, yeah. and it was it was a you know it was a good upbringing. Mm-hmm. Um, I love my family, and I love you know I, they have a tough time with my decision because they're all a Baha'i, and I'm yeah. a Christian now. But I mean, I kept playing these roles, and I'd be like, Mom, guess what? Another, you know, yeah. you know, and it's like, sure. well, they, you know what they say? I mean, Jesus, Jesus comes tenderly, Amen. and he tenderly, continually without force was um, showing me the way and um, and once you you know once you get there there's no turning back so So, I I mean a lot of people don't understand what you're saying because there's people that that if they're not Mm. a Christian it's hard to understand because Jesus is just a character in a book but that's a supernatural feeling that it happens and it it, it creeps up on you and, and you know it's it happens. He, he works mysteriously, and, and I don't know how he's going to work through each individual. But he found a way to work through me, and that was through my acting roles. Amen. Yeah. Did you, did as that was happening? Did you see yourself beginning to change? Did you realize like I'm, there's something different happening here? I'm not. I'm not the Taryn Manning that you know first started in this business. Like something is happening in my life. Oh yeah. I mean, Amen. absolutely. Yes. Yeah. See. And, that's the thing. There's a lot of people that are, are Christians that have never had an experience with Jesus, right? And and they they just sort of go off a feeling. They just go with a worldly understanding. But then you have people such as yourself that have been touched by Jesus mm-hmm. that began to change their life. And for me, he changed my life radically from what I used to be yeah. to where I'm at now, which if you would have told me I would be here, I, I'd have a hard time believing you. Right. I said, there's just no way because, you know, you're looking at things from a worldly perspective. Mm-hmm. But as the Lord began to, to change you, you began to realize this is real. This isn't just me following a religion. This isn't just me about reading the Bible. Something is happening in me, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so back to that story. So at 33, um, you know, before that, that wasn't my first time um, having rage and having, um, you know, I, I grew up doing a lot of martial arts, which you're <laughs> supposed to remain disciplined in, but, yeah. you know, if somebody kind of uh, pissed me but, off or something, I would I would go to violence. And, um, and and from that day forward, getting out of jail, I got offered that role, and I was like, wow, I get offered a role coming out of jail to play a prisoner, yeah. and um, who's like a complete, you know, yeah, I gotta ask you this religious question. zealot, bigot, <laughs> you know, screaming out anti, you know, gay, racist, everything wow. under the sun, and um, it couldn't be further from you know my truth as far sure. as racism goes and everything but it's been hard because people think I am this way and well, you know what that's just, that was the question one of the questions I was going to ask you like you played such a hard role mm-hmm. of being a bigot and a racist right. and all these things people when they look at you they can't and in the same way when you play a role that somebody loves they just think that that's you right mm-hmm. and and I know you I know you're not that way but how is it that why, why do you think people think that I think that I'm really good at what I do, and I yeah. think that's the point. Is that you're um, a really good actor? Is that it's a character, and, and I take it seriously. And if I'm going to play, you know, a, a, a girl strung out on meth, you know, every day before I, I got to set, I would read the ingredients inside meth, which is such as cat litter, battery acid, brake, you know, Drano, brake fluid. I mean, we're talking like 
everything you can find in your house, in the garage, very toxic. So it's like, yeah. you know, if you're coming from a place of a, a person that's that toxic, yeah. um, that literally got like jumped into Christianity because she blew up the, the abortion clinic. Yeah. Um, wow. And there was, there was Christians picketing outside. So it's like, I was, you know, I have to go into her, her head space and... And none of the girls the, in real life, they're like, stay away from her. She's, she might really be this way. And it's like, that's where I realized that I'm a method actor. And um, I had to take on this girl fully and get way far away from myself so I could lay my head down at night and like shed yeah. that every day. Because um, as I've gone on and, and become Christian, like I don't want to play on these roles that are hurting people, you know, are hurting yeah. myself first and foremost. And then where people think I'm this way because I'm not, you know, I'm, sure. I'm very loving and very forgiving and accepting of, of everybody. And um, it's really hurt my life playing these roles back to back like that, you know? Do, do you think, um, I, obviously when you get into that role or into that character, do you feel that? I mean, do you, because I've noticed, I've, I've heard actresses and actors say that they literally start feeling like that person. So much is lost in translation within God's word. It's surprising how much is misunderstood, even simple word definitions. In his book, Access Behind the Veil, Apostle Michael Petro explains that beyond the veil lies the original intention of God's plan to restore creation through his people. When the Lord gives us access behind the veil, we begin to understand the mysteries of the kingdom and our calling as a royal priesthood. Apostle Michael Petro writes about deciphering the Torah from the Hebrew language and recognizing God's language of mysteries, secrets, and parables within the scripture. It's time to step behind the veil and see the coming glory. Access Behind the Veil, The Coming Glory by Apostle Michael Petro. Available now on our website, voh.church. Um, I don't judge my characters. That's a very important thing I have to do. Um, I feel, as Taryn, awful, but like I said, I can mm-hmm. with some type of like split thing that goes on and I'm gone. Yeah. And to the point where the producers are like, does Taryn know how to make friends? You know, yeah. she comes on set and doesn't really talk to anybody. So I got a call from my manager. You know, they think that you're antisocial, this and that. I'm like, no, I'm just here to do my job. Yeah. And my job, they don't like, she doesn't like anybody, you know? <laughs> does Taryn like people? Yes. So um, I, I do very much disassociate from myself because I, it does it does hurt me if I if I sure. bring myself into it at all. Yeah. So but yeah, it's getting into the mode of that character, right? Mm-hmm. So but I don't want to keep doing that because it's torture on myself to. Um, I have to undo my brain and like reverse engineer it, and it takes a lot of work. And, and, and to rehook it back up. <laughs> well, you don't want to stay in that character for too long, no, right? Exactly. Yep. So that was seven years too long. <laughs> so 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 being a Christian in Hollywood, how, I mean. You know, you've been in the Hollywood, Hollywood scene. How? What is that like? Obviously, there's other Christians in Hollywood, and that that you know that are openly talk about Jesus. But is it difficult? There's a lot I of mean, secret ones too. Sure. Because, um, you know, there's a there's sort of like, well, I guess in a way they think we're corny and and um mm. and they think that we're we read out of this you know book of fables and that there's you know there's a whole world before the bible and we, we know it's been translated many ways of course mm. we do but you know um scripture is scripture is still to me everything so sure. um a lot of people make fun of me because they think that i'm pretending to be christian because of the roles i played but mm. it's funny because playing all these roles 
praise God, is uh, the reason how I found um, the religion that would that would change my life and make Amen. me want to um, just, you know, do such other things with my life and know that my calling is so much more than just uh, isolated Hollywood. Sure. You know? So you have to have a ton of friends in Hollywood. I mean, how I many, so many. How many of those friends? <laughs> at, how many of those friends in Hollywood are Christians? Um, I don't really have a ton of um, other actor friends, but I never really have. You know, I, always, I came from. I I, I uh, lived down here in San Diego, so I was always mm. sort of like kind of surfer girl, skater girl. You know, um, sure. I moved up there with a bunch of friends that were that were not. Um, Act, uh, not actors and we never really hung out with other famous people we just kind of ha- hung in our own little circle and then I realized that those friends of mine never really talked about God at all like I've always been religious in some way or another but it really kind of separates you and at times I felt really alone and lonely um, loving Jesus to be honest with you and, but I know that he says that that's the way it's going to go down and that just to you know hang tough and everything I, I think part there, there's a season that the Lord calls us aside and mm-hmm. just wants to work with us and change us so yeah, that he can really own. use us. That's yeah. how I feel. And, and and I know you're probably in that season in your <laughs> life. For too long. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's okay. It is, it is a, he, you know, he says, you know, but never stop. Just never stop. And I, I, there's too much proof to me now that, that it's real and that he's real and that mm-hmm. he's, he has, he's has my back. So, so, so do you, do you see yourself doing Christian faith-based type of movies. I mean, I would absolutely love to continue to do faith-based movies. I think that they can be really cool, and I think that there's um, a huge audience that only watches this type of content, and um, there are some amazing companies in Hollywood that are making this type of content, and it'd be cool to see not the same players doing it, though we want to see them because they've been faithful. It'd be be nice to really start to um, illuminate all the other Christians in Hollywood and all the other people that love Jesus, you know? You know, it's interesting. I've just in the last year since the COVID, there's a lot of producers, there's a lot of companies that were strict. I mean, these are companies that did, you know, part of the Marvel stuff, and and they're really well known for what they do. But they've decided to break away from those typical type of Hollywood stuff and do Christian content Original. or faith-based, yeah, different things. That maybe it's not necessarily Christian, but it has a Christian overtone to well, yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. That's why I I choose my words lightly and I say faith-based and. Um, also, you know, with me, there's no, um, I, I remain very kind of in the middle and biased about politics. I don't like to really go down that road. Um, everyone deserves their own way of, of thinking. Sure. Um, most people assume if you believe in Jesus that you're, you know, some conspiracy theorist, like blah, 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 <laughs> Trumper and this and that. But, you know, I've realized that to get to continue to be so blessed with what I get to do and make a living being an actor, mm-hmm. um, I have to accept everybody and, and you know, and, and, and really listen to everybody because that's what it takes you know sure. you, don't, you don't block certain people out and yeah. so um, you can tell the people that are Christians in Hollywood you can really tell yeah. even if they're I, silent I, honestly I think I think we're very close to a new move of God uh, I, I believe it could start any time and I, honestly the Lord told me years and years ago that this next move of God would be it would actually generate uh, Hollywood would be involved yes. that, that so many people would get touched and, and transformed that they would want to get the message of Christ out. And, and they're the greatest marketing arm of anybody in the world is Hollywood. But, I, you know, I, and I think we are getting close to that point because there's so many... I see people asking me about Jesus that never asked before that were hard or whatever. Something is happening where people are... They're looking at 
at this life differently. There's so much content that's so dismal and just so, um, like, if you notice all the, I don't know if you ever watch, like, certain um, streaming networks, mm -hmm. so many murder documentaries, so much um, just bad, you know, like, bad Dark. things. And, and the yeah. thing is, is what, you know, what you think you become and blah, blah, blah. So it's like, I know that there's so many families that would just love more, like, hopeful content. Amen. Something, something to believe in, you know, when the movie ends, not where you're leaving, like, oh, man. You know, like something that, you know, there's just so much going on that's so uncertain. Yeah, you leave with a good feeling. It's, yeah, God I, forbid. I, <laughs> I, I, when, I, when I was, I lived in Europe for three years, and I used to go to the movies there. I said, I am never going to any more European movies ever again because they're always, they always end bad. Right. It's always you know, so avant-garde and like yeah, yeah. it's it's, it's the country music should be over there because it's like you know <laughs> totally. my dog died and yeah. my cat died and my wife shot me. You know, it's it's, it's that's the way the European you know movies are. And that's what happens if you go down that rabbit hole too. You know, it's like you can really start to believe that there isn't anything good left. But there is, you know, I, I've had Amen. some really great experiences lately. Of, I mean, I lost my purse the other day with a couple of thousand dollars in cash in it. I left it at the airport in a um, in one of the carts, a, a luggage cart right there yeah. on the curb. I got in my car and just forgot it. Yeah. And I got all the way to my hotel. I said to the driver, oh, my God, because I went to pay him. And I turned around. It must have taken about an hour and a half to get back. It was still sitting there in the cart. Wow. And many, you guys said many people looked, picked it up, and put it back. Wow. And I was like, I, I you know, Lord, thank I, yeah, you. it's because oh. I'm, you know, that not everyone is that, um, is just bad, you know, and that's a good thing to remember. Amen. <laughs> that's a, that's a good testimony right that there. That was, it was awesome. Especially for over an hour just sitting there and, and everybody left yeah. it alone. And some people picked it up and was probably yeah. like, you know what, maybe I shouldn't grab, there could be a bomb in here. Whatever you need to think, don't take it. <laughs> don't touch it. Don't touch it, whatever you do. I was so grateful. Amen. So do you have anything coming up here in the, in the near future? Or uh, anything that you're you're thinking that you're considering? Um, so I've just been. I have a couple of movies. I have a faith-based film. Uh, it's called Seven Seven Seven. Oh wow! Yeah, like and that's that. about a, a man that you know comes from a, a gang, and mm. um, he goes through a lot. And he finds God. It's, I mean, it's a story that so many people can relate to. It's mm. not. It's not pushing, you know, Jesus or God in your face. It's really just. It's a feel-good movie by the end. Also, mm. a movie called White Devil, and it takes place in Vegas. It's all around like um, Las Vegas and just that whole cesspool of, of greed and, and oh, you man. know everything under yeah. the sun. So yeah, I'm just I'm working on producing more and then directing and stuff. So nice. Yeah, trying nice. to trying to get that content made. Yeah. Well, I mean, you've done it for so long. You sh you should be able to. Have have that eye, right? Yeah. Plus, you're artistic. That, that helps out a lot. Yeah, I like to think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Getting old, too, you know? Like, my, 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 uh, uh, my, what's it called? My taste is changing, you know? Um, I used to be the one at a party, like, drunk against the wall, and people like, hey, you need some help? Now I'm like, you know, I can't even really go to a party. I'd be like, oh my God, this girl, get some water, sweetie. You yeah. know, it's like I've totally, like, switched. You know, so I can't really like leave the house anymore without without trying to just you know pick somebody up off the ground literally, oh. and, and it, it just feels right to, to give back. I've been so lucky, you know. Amen. I mean, we're you know every time we have a good interview, time starts running out. Oh yeah, we should probably go, yeah, huh? Well, it, I want to. Like I, I looked at my fake watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, 
there's going to be people out there that are going to hear your testimony and, and they relate to you. They, it's a they, lot longer. They, than they love what you do. Yeah. You know. Well, we'll next time we'll get you on. We'll do a lot longer testimony. Yeah, we'll, just we'll do a documentary. How's that? Yeah. I always <laughs> want to talk about how it felt like the best drug ever done when when it, when it happened. Like you know the chills oh, yeah. and the feeling and the and it just didn't stop. And it, and it was excellent. The so, day it happened. Hallelujah. Oh, that yeah. that sounds like a good. A good testimony. <laughs> yeah. I want to hear that myself. Yeah, that's fine. Um, if somebody's out there that that is considering Jesus, if somebody's out there that has been going through it, what would you tell that person? Hmm. Going through what? Just, just, just doubting? Doubting. My life is, I don't know if there's something more. They, they've lost hope. Hmm. Because there's so many people right now that are afraid. Mm-hmm. There's so many people right now that are going through different things, and they need encouraged. I always try to say this, um, especially I, I most um, focus on people that once knew Jesus, perhaps, or maybe they grew up with a very religious household, and so they're just so against it because maybe they don't like their mom or their dad or you know whatever whatever exactly. the case is. And I just say something along the lines of you, you know I, I feel you you know I understand like yeah. it's like this, this could just all be a joke right and like sure. you know maybe the aliens started this you know yeah. whatever <laughs> the case is but I always say don't forget that the way he was treated you yeah. know everybody everybody turned against him and, and you know and, and, and his life looked pretty dismal and, and down but he never stopped in, in just that that you know People people treat each other pretty bad, you know, and but but that he pushed through and, and that and that he and, and all the people that did gather around him and just remember that we're similar, you know, you're gonna be you're gonna feel down, you're gonna feel hopeless, but if you did grow up that way, you do you do know you know how it ends and, and you do know the, the book and everything. But that's just speaking to people that once believed. I still need to find the right words for myself sometimes to remember to not give up the hope, you know. And and every few days I'm reminded, and it's just little things. It's the smallest thing. It's even within like nature. You know, I I tell people to get closer to nature and to get away from their phones and their computers and stuff as much as they can. And I also tell people not to eat animals because I feel like you and eat death because death is inevitable within us and um, it just exacerbates the inevitable which is death and and that's dead matter and so it's like good to eat you know live foods and be and, and be alive you know as much as you, as you can because we're all gonna die apparently it turns out so well, stuff like that we're gonna live forever sister we're, <laughs> yes, just, we're, we're just getting rid of this jacket this, that's yeah, all this particular <laughs> uh, container if you will yeah that's Amen. right that's right Taryn, I want to thank you for coming on to the Voice of Healing. We appreciate your testimony. We want to do this again. You got it. And, uh, you know, I know you're an inspiration for many, many people. Thank you. I know Brittany loves you. I mean, you've been an inspiration for her. She's changed my life. Amen. And you changed her life. Amen. Amen. Well, I think that's that's the Lord. (laughs) Jesus changed my life. So, thank you, sister. But we want to thank all of our listeners out there on the Voice of Healing. Uh, please, if you'd like to uh, get in contact with us, if you need prayer or anything uh, that you're going through, it's like Taryn said, you know, you just got to put it in the hands of the Lord. Have that experience. Many of us have become religious. I know I was there and the Lord had a, had a personal experience with me and it changed my life forever. And at that point, all I wanted to do was talk to people about Jesus. And if that's you, please give us a call, call our lines. Talk to our, our, our staff, 
And believe me, they'll be more than grateful to sit down and pray with you. God bless you. I'll talk to you again on The Voice of Healing. If you enjoyed today's podcast, partner with us by heading to vohradio.com. That's vohradio.com. Call the studio at 1-877-440-3737. That's 1-877-440-3737. Or you can send us an email at info at vohradio.com. Again, that's info at vohradio.com. This is the Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petro.